you started going three, two, one, or whatever that was. What is it? Play. We never. Uh, it's recording now, though. The button is up. It is recording now, though. So. Perfect. Well, so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Because We Can't Go on a Trip, a mini series by the Hope Venture. Uh, we're so glad you're joining us today as we invite our friends Simon and Skylar on. Caleb, tell them about the podcast. Well, okay, this podcast is basically because of COVID 19. We would have been in Kenya right now, but we are not in Kenya. We are sitting in Josh's house in a little makeshift studio and uh, basically. Every year that we go uh, over to Kenya, people engage with the stories of the Hope Venture and they live those stories. And because we can't go, we're trying to tell those and share those and relive them, sit in them again. So it's kind of like we're all sitting around the campfire. Yeah. At camp, reminiscing. That's true. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Tossing some stories around. Yeah. We, so we, we pull up a seat next to us, listener. <laughs> grab a grab a mallow. Some some we got some Hershey's sitting here, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get to chit chatting, telling some stories. Yeah, so we're interviewing uh, people who would be would have been going on the trip or who have already been to Kenya, um, and just telling stories of their time overseas so that they can relive them, so that we can learn from them, and so that you that are listening can also. Uh, be a part of that. So today we have Simon uh, and Skylar both who went on the trip with us last year for their first time. They are just graduated or sorry, not graduate, just finishing a freshman year at UN. We graduated our freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Simon, uh, what are you, what are you studying? I'm studying elementary ed and special education. Nice. And Skylar? Uh, integrated science. Nice. Cool, cool. Um, so, guys, there's a reason we invited you both on the podcast today. Uh, one, because you're cool and we like you. Uh, and only the cool people are getting invited onto the podcast, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. We love it. There's so many cool people <laughs> that won't be on the podcast because, like, whoa, we were supposed to have Blake on as well. Speaking of of someone who's not cool no uh blake was supposed to be here with that's you. why he's not here <laughs> um blake was supposed to be here he's also you the three of you live together yeah um, with a couple other roommates um but he wasn't available so you're pretty tight you're pretty close um that's why we wanted to have both of you on to talk about your experience um, because we know that was kind of a part of a part of your story, even your connection to the Hope Venture or connection to the trip was kind of going together after you guys finished your senior year last year. So we'll we'll talk about that. But fill us in, catch us up. Uh, how did you guys even become become friends? What's up with that? Um, we met when I moved from Carney in fifth grade and went to Norris and. Um, I remember the very first time that I met Skylar, we were at Berean, not in the youth complex because we couldn't be there yet because we weren't old enough or cool enough. So we were in big church and um, I was with a buddy of mine and he said, this is Skylar. He's my good friend. And we started playing basketball and then Skylar dunked on me on this little tiny hoop. <laughs> and he asserted his dominance on me that day. 
kind of a pecking order situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Welcome to Lincoln Brand. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to my church. And doors that way. <laughs> I, ne- I never went back. I was yeah. <laughs> so Not in God's house. Uh. Uh. Cool. Anyway, you guys. Wait, is that Skyler? Is that how? Is that your first? Like, what's your first memory with Simon? Is that the same? Um, you just remember really dunking remember on him. <laughs> I don't really remember was, dunking on him, honestly. It, it scarred Simon. Simon. Yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, Simon. I feel like I do remember meeting him at church, but I don't remember dunking on him. You did in the hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so that was even before. Was that even before you guys had met at school too? Like you, that was just like, or did yes, you know each other already? yeah. I think that had to have been the summer. Summer before like so. fifth grade. PBS, yeah, summer PBS before. PBS action, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Cool. So you're, you're the new kid on the block, Simon. You're showing up from Kearney. Um, I guess like, so was that like an important relationship for you? Like as you moved or like even as like a, as a fifth grader looking for friends or um, I guess, was that a, was that a hard um, move for you? I remember the move and I remember being very upset about the move because my dad still lived in Kearney and I was like, now I won't get to see him as much anymore. Mm. Um, but now looking back on it, I'm beyond thankful that I did because uh, my friends in Carney based uh, compared to like my friends here, it's just like night and day. I'm so glad that mm. I got to have the friends I have now just super God loving dudes and they just support me in everything. And it's awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. I feel like that's a that's one of the things that like when when anyone meets one of you, they meet like both of you, all of you. Like Blake should be in on this call too. But I feel like there's a crew of you guys, you know, even beyond just you guys and Blake. But uh, I feel like friendship is clearly a a pretty big part of how you guys live, and it's noticeable. Like so, that's why we wanted to have both of you guys on the on the show together. Yeah, and I'm sure it hasn't been like easy either. I feel like I feel like it's really hard whenever you have a friend for that long, like from fifth grade to like through college, just because there's so many changes that happens through yeah, middle no. school and high school. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, we've never fought. I mean, it's always <laughs> just been like <laughs> No, nah, just kidding. Yeah, for sure. Like there it's hard sometimes, but at the end of the day. Like we're just all brothers for sure. So when, when did you guys become like pretty, like really close friends? Probably eighth grade, around eighth grade to freshman year of high school, somewhere there. What what was it that like really made a, like made a shift in your guys' friendship? I would say just going to church and seeing each other there and at school and just kind of building that having those like godly friends i think became more important and so that was kind of what first started i feel like yeah and you were probably seeing each other like i mean you had you were seeing each other outside of school and like sharing conversations and sharing moments that i mean i'm sure translated into school as well like translated into feeling more comfortable gradually around each other too after after that i'm sure that's really sweet. So when did when did uh, you guys start like going to 
or when did Josh and Hunter, Josh, the producer, uh, and creative director at Hope Venture and Hunter, who also was, was on the on podcast, uh, we've interviewed him already, but, and has gone to Kenya several times. Uh, when did Josh and Hunter start like leading your small group at Berean? Um, ever since like sixth grade, right? Simon? Oh, really? Yeah. I think it, I, I think, think it was sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you guys were in a small group like together at Brian in sixth grade that Josh and Hunter led. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that continued and that went on for all the way through high school, right? Yep. Yeah. So like Josh and Hunter have known you guys pretty much as long as you've been friends, like all the way back to fifth grade, almost a little, yeah. a little less than like that. actually Whew. it's, it's crazy. And <laughs> I've asked them before because Skylar and I are our leaders now at Brian. And like, you can, I mean, we've stuck with sixth grade now for the past like three years. So we just like keep getting new kids. So I was like, what made you guys just like stick with us? Why did you do that? I was like, we are so annoying. I mean, I remember Skylar, if you have more stories like this, please fill, like fill them in. But I remember we were those kids at church that, like during worship time we were running around and like hiding and like trying not to be found because we were just we just wanted to hang out um, <laughs> one time i hid underneath the stage while they were doing worship and i got in so much trouble when i got out oh my goodness it was so much fun though i feel like somebody's got to be the kid hiding under the stage at you oh yeah and they chose me and i was like fine <laughs> i just did it we need one guy simon yeah that's funny so it was pretty much it was rigged the whole time you were destined to become involved with the ho venture because of josh yeah. hunter like you really had no choice in the matter they force us upon it and then they pay us <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh so you guys had a you had a house group or you met like together at Skylar at your house out. Where's your house again? Out on the farm by Cortland. Right, okay. Um <laughs> so Josh, I'm pretty sure that if this story is correct, uh, Josh convinced Hunter to go to Kenya because they had to drive out to your house, which is like a maybe an hour round trip at least. Uh, oh, I think it's an hour. Oh, an hour, an hour there. In an hour, oh, an hour there. Two campus. An hour there. It was like a two-hour round trip. Okay, so like every week, Josh and Hunter are riding in a car together, two hours, and Josh yeah. is working at the Hope Venture, and he's convincing Hunter. Like or just talking to Hunter, uh, you should come to Kenya. You should come to Kenya. And so <laughs> eventually, week. Hunter went to Kenya for the last four years. He's gone to Kenya, and now I'm sure that has trickled into why you guys. But what what has been like kind of your involvement with the Hope Venture? Like, uh, when did that? When did, what's your first kind of memories of being a part of the Hope Venture? Um, my first memory is when we did that fundraiser for um what was it for Skylar? back backpacks i think for the yeah for the backpacks um and we all had to do like just absurd things uh to get people to buy these backpacks for us like what do you mean 
So we all posted on social media and we all got a partner, but like it was like a rival and we had to like compete against them. So we all posted like, help me beat, I think I versed Blake. And I said, help me beat Blake and buy backpacks from me because if you buy backpacks from me instead of him, then he has to do something like <laughs> just awful. So we did crickets and we ate crickets. Um, and <laughs> if we did like whoever bought the most backpacks. So I think I bought, I think I, or not bought, I think I fundraised for maybe 12 backpacks or something. So then Blake had to eat 12 crickets. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, had, you didn't have to eat a single cricket then. Uh, no, no, I had to eat however many he got. And I can't remember how many he got. But, uh, I mean, it was still terrible. And were you allowed to season? Were they seasoned? Were they living? Were they dead? We, they were living. And then they... Hunter helped us freeze them. And then we <laughs> put them on a frying pan. And then they started to jump around again. No! And we were like, oh, no. <laughs> out, and we had to eat these. So, I think we... Um, out of like all the ones that we had to eat, we seasoned some of them with like uh, like Cajun sauce or something, oh. and then some with like cinnamon. Oh. <laughs> so not not bad. It wasn't bad at all. I I'd, would. I'd do it again. I think the Cajun is the way I'd go. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, cinnamon sounds. Yeah, you don't want dessert crickets. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Is it a, no, is it but... something you look back fondly on? Like now that you've like experienced it. Now you can say I've had crickets. Yeah. I feel I was, like maybe that's something everyone should do. Yeah. If you haven't yet, try it. I got them at PetSmart. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. You see you're at the you're at the cash register, like <laughs> the crickets, they're like, all right, so here's how you feed them. And you're like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna eat them ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> this is dinner. <laughs> so dinner when tonight. when was that fundraiser that you guys did? When was that, Skylar? That was probably I wanna say like our sophomore year of high school, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. So like so three years ago now. Yeah. And Skylar, did you have any what was your challenge that you did? Um me and Isaiah, another kid in our group, we threw an egg at each other for like every backpack. Like a raw it, was, egg. it was like and it was like twenty-five degrees out. And oh, so oh, the wind chill had to be like ten. Oh, it was freezing. Yeah, was we're freezing. outside in our shorts, just hucking these eggs at each other. <laughs> and I think we both had like eleven. So it was it was so painful. And they left welts right on their bodies because some of these eggs, they throw them at each other and they just wouldn't break. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. That's fantastic. Um, and you guys are still with the whole venture even after all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, yes. That's amazing. Do you feel like, like as a high schooler, as a sophomore in high school, I mean, that's pretty young. Like, taking the time to raise money for, for an organization like that, or for a project like that, did, do you feel like that was kind of formative to you guys as high schoolers or I guess as friends too? Um, at the very beginning when we talked about it as a group to like do it, I remember thinking 
I mean, that's kind of weird. No one else <laughs> around us is like doing this or asking people for money. But I mean, when I, when we did it and we um, posted the things on the, our stories about it, I was so surprised and like taken back by like who was supporting me. And it was awesome because then I got the opportunity to talk to them personally, like at school, like if it was classmates or something, I had to talk to them about Hope Venture and like about my relationship with God. And it was super cool. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I even had like a couple teachers that like gave to, which is really cool. Hmm. That is awesome. So for those of you listening, if you ever want to eat crickets or throw eggs or something else wacky, <laughs> So always, simple as that. Always set up, but yeah, it's, it's so simple, guys. You just so throw it at each other, and people give you money. It's a, it's crazy. It's one of our number one fundraising. Strategies yeah, really, it really doesn't even matter if if you know anything about the project or if the people you know anything about it. It's really just about yeah. crickets. Yeah, it's just about crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, I think you can set up a fundraising page online and uh, on the Hope Ventures website, and you can you can do all that yourself. You can shoot people shoot. Josh or Cincy or whoever an email and you can set up your own fundraising pages if you're if you're listening to this and that sounds like a something that you or your family or anybody else would want to do so check that out Caleb were you gonna say something yeah oh I was gonna say at that point did you uh did you guys at what point did you think like I should go to Kenya I don't I feel like I never thought about it until like senior year of high school or like going into senior year uh-huh. just from josh and hunter talking about it but yep. and then they invited you guys on the trip and you went right after your senior year last year right yes yeah and i i would agree with Skylar that i uh it wasn't even on my mindset at all to go or anything mm. but i mean they started talking to us about it and we just have I don't know I feel like we just have a really great relationship with the both of them and like we totally trust what they say and they said it was a great experience and we were like okay I believe you and <laughs> we tried it out and it was awesome it was sweet that's sweet what kind of as like a, hmm, a high schooler an exiting high schooler entering into college I guess what kind of what kind of things were you expecting or, or going into it? I guess what's, how do you think your, I'm sorry, I'm formulating this question as I, as I talk. Um, I, like I, guess, where, I like where it's going. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's getting there. It's, it's like the bird getting fish out of the nest. We're getting there. Um, so um, that was on the, that was on the previous. Yeah. Oh, Oh, oh that was, um, yes. So, it's like a guys it's like a this question is like a bird that i'm slowly you have to push it out of the nest before it learns how to fly you can't make it fly and that's what this question is is i'm i'm just pushing i'm figuring out as i go okay so back to the question is uh so your seniors you're entering into college um i guess how do you think looking back now as you look at it like what kind of things um what kind of things were you taking into that experience? Like, were you expecting? And then how are those things like, how are they different from maybe what you were expecting or how are they the same as what you were expecting? Do you think you were prepared going into it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Bring it, bring us into the mind of a just graduated from high school, uh, 
18 year old who's like prepping to like, what are your ex- expectations for Kenya? Like sure. what's, what's the thought that's going through your head? Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I didn't really know what to expect. I think I, well, I did because we'd had meetings and hearing Josh and Hunter talk about it a lot, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I was surprised still like when we got there um, just how like, I feel like as much as we talked about it, as much as we talked about it in our meetings, um, it's still just a different culture. It's a different place on the other side of the world. But I guess it was also like, I was also taken back by the fact that like the people there are just so similar to us and they're just like us. And it's just so fun to meet people on the other side of the world um, who are just God loving people like us and we can, laugh and cry about the same things so that was just super cool for me yeah i'm gonna sort of piggyback off of skylar but um for sure like i was totally expecting to just go there and these people just be completely different than me also for some reason i thought how am i going to communicate with them because i don't speak their language and I was like completely taken away by all of these people just coming up to me and they all know English. And then I immediately was like, I feel terrible that they know English and I know not hello in their language. Yeah. I don't even know how to say hello. Mm. You know? And I mean, Skylar hit it right on the nose. They're exactly like, I mean, they're totally like us. In like every way, when I, we were talking about it when we were there even, and we were just like, man, some of these guys that we've met on this trip, like, I feel like we have like our friend group here and these guys totally could just hang out with us every day. <laughs> I mean, they are literally just like us. <laughs> so ways. It was awesome. It was so sweet to see. So almost like the way you guys, like your guys' friendship, your guys' house group, like what you were bringing to Kenya was like exactly, I mean, it, it fit right in. Like the way you do friendship, at least the way I've seen you guys do friendship, like you guys made those friends, like made those connections, made those personal relationships with people from like a different culture, a different country across the world, which I think is really sweet. I think a lot of that is with Josh and Hunter and the way I think they led you guys with with house groups, but also just the way you guys are and the way you guys value friendship. I think that's really cool that we've been talking about your friendship for this entire episode. Mm-hmm. And you just, just said, Simon, like, Oh, we could just hang, like we could hang out with them. Like they're like, we're so similar in so many different ways. I think that's such a, a beautiful idea that you can find that yeah. around the world. I'm imagining like we were talking uh, earlier before we started recording about how you guys like, uh, used to hang out at Skylar's house at the farm on top of the grain tower, which like was this like hundred foot tower with a platform. They would just go up and and chill together on during throughout high school. Now I'm imagining like you guys and your Kenyan friends, like all like just like sitting up there chilling. Like Simon, what were you saying? You guys would like We would put rocks in our shirts and carry them up there and like bags all the way up the stairs. And then we would just chuck these rocks off and just like aim at stuff. And if you hit it, you got a point. 
<laughs> one point. Yep. I never got any points and Skyler got them all. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's so cool that I like got to see that on the team, whether that was with Kenyans or like with other people from the States, like as we went over there, I think you guys just build relationships and have so much fun and love people well while you do that. I think that's really awesome and valuable. And I always appreciated that about how you guys brought that to the team. You guys were never like a click of three friends. You always make everyone feel like you're in the friend group so quickly. I just really appreciate that about you guys. What are some of the moments like when you look at the friendships that you formed in Kenya, like what's, what's a couple stories of like, uh, yeah, of a moment of like finding friendship with someone in Kenya. Like what comes to mind when you think of that? Um, the first person that comes to mind is uh, Edward from Kenya. Um, immediately, I feel like we clicked just so fast because he just ran up to me, like, I mean, right away, and we was just like, hey, what's up? My name's Edward. And, <laughs> how, and how old is like, Edward? He, I, what grade is he, anything? I think he said he was 24. Okay, 24. Uh, so, on something like that. Ed, yeah, oh, oh, Edwards on nauseous staff. Yep. Um, so he was one of the leaders there with us. But uh, man, he just started cracking jokes out of nowhere. And I just love that. I thought he was <laughs> so funny. Oh, it was sweet. And like him and I still text to this day. And it's it's so sweet just to get That's be able so to like awesome. catch up with him. So. Skyler, what about for you? Um. For me, it was with my uh, co-leader, uh, Enoch. Um, like, it was probably the first night I think we were there is when we got together and with like the Kenyan staff or whatever too and met our co-leaders. Um, and we just started talking right away. And it was funny because he was a, a farmer there in Kenya. Oh, nice. And I come from a farm. So it was like just instantly we had something to talk about. Hmm. which is super cool. And so that was kind of like my first encounter, I feel like, of just like finding friendship in Kenya. It was awesome. Hmm. Do you think like finding or seeing that uh, that possibility for friendship, seeing how similar like just all human beings are, like the fact that you, you may think like, oh, whoa, like Kenya is a long ways away, totally different culture. They are like very different in so many ways. And yet like there's something you can laugh together, you can like joke, you you can relate on certain things, like have shared vision for life. There's so much that you can like uh, connect on and that you are similar on. Like, do you think that that has um, like changed your, shaped your view of like the world or shaped your view of even like taking that here in, in how you relate to people around you here? Like has that, has that idea that, um, yeah, that you're connected to those or that you, you're similar to people overseas. Has that changed how you've viewed things at all? Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the very first things were, or like, I actually, when we got back, when people asked me about the trip and asked me, uh, like, describe the people over there, the first thing I would say is they're just, everyone was so kind always everyone was just super loving and like every way and that's awesome because 
I feel like all the people around me in my life here are very similar in that way. And it's just like everyone. I feel like that shaped my mind to think that everybody in the world is like super kind. Always kind of cool. I feel like that would make me like talk to strangers more often. (laughs) Like for sure. (laughs) That perspective would like and you're pretty outgoing, Simon, so I could see I could see you finding friendship with lots of unexpected uh unexpected people but yeah that's that's cool that you find find yourself seeing the whole world as people like all of people being kind naturally like predisposed (laughs) to being kind rather than being naturally predisposed to being evil Mm. yeah yeah Skyler, what about you um i would say for me like especially going to a big like campus at unl it's, it was like, well, if I can meet these people across the world, truly I can uh, find people here hmm. at my college that I can connect with. And I think it was like taking that mindset of like, yeah, I could connect with these Kenyans so well that there's probably people all around me when I walk to class and that I connect with and in classes. So I think that was kind of a big thing that I took away from that. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Caleb, I'm going to turn the question on you and just answer your own question. Cause yeah, you traveled sure. to India with OVENTURE, Kenya, Uganda. I mean, I mean, your project manager, coordinator, um, answer your own question. Mm. <laughs> What's the question? I, uh, uh, the question you asked was how, how does traveling, how did traveling to Kenya affect the way, you view people or the world or yeah. like how do you apply that to your life here Oof, man so well was, i mean yeah, i'm i'm resonating with what you guys are saying like i think that um i think that like it's because you like the the thing that you know is that people are different like what you what you know and what's obvious is that like some people live in kenya some people live in india and they grew up with they grew up on different sides of the planet and in, I mean, so many different settings. Like even think about the students that come to this camp. Some of them come from uh, like the slums of Nairobi, the, the capital city of Kenya, which is a, a slum with a million people in the slum, the biggest slum in the world. Uh, so they're coming from highly densely populated urban settings. Or some of them are coming from like remote, uh, famineous, like desertous, uh, like nomadic lands from the Maasai tribe in like several miles away from, from where we hold camp. And, and then there are people, so there's like different settings and like mm. people in India are so different and that's, but when you find like this kinship with like all people or like when you find friendship with people and you can smile and you can, mm. there's this connection like with other people, um, that like once you realize that that exists, it like, it changes everything. It makes the, it, it becomes like, I feel like for me, like all of humanity becomes like a part of me <laughs> or like it becomes like family. Like I have so many brothers and sisters, too many to count. Like I share this bond with all these people. Mm. Uh, so it like opens me up to them, I guess. in mm. in a cool way. It's like the world. Too. Yeah. All of, creation or all of yeah. humanity yeah mm-hmm. which i think it's cool i guess i'm resonating skylar with what you're saying of like how you go to college and are 
able to step into relationships more freely or with more courage because you know like past all this stuff that we think about that makes us different there's like there are things that like are deeper in the core that connect us all and that like can you can find friendship and you can find relationship in the midst of that with unexpected people and i think that's like i think that's definitely very powerful i think i try to live that way like i i try to uh be find friendship with people who are different than me (laughs) it feels like there's like some freedom there too like i don't have to be perfect i don't have to like i can mess up i can because it's like those things that make us human and those things that like connect us around the world too Mm -hmm. like i can go to campus and talk to whoever because they're just like me or because we all struggle with the same stuff and we all experience similar things to some degree i mean you're, you're right like we experience so many different things and yet like at our core I'm so similar to you mm. and like how there's like that, that weird paradox of like, we're so different from each other. How could we relate? And yeah, yet we're the same. Yeah. What are some, like when, when you guys think of like relating with people in Kenya, what are some of the emotions that you felt like, did you ever feel awkward in conversations or like intimidated or like, uh, or times that you felt like ease of conversation or, what are some of the emotions like across the board? I think like the, maybe like the first day we had our like small groups. I, it was a little awkward just because wow, you're meeting so many people at once. But I feel like even at the end of our first, like what, like 40 minute small group session, it's like just so easy to then talk to them and, yeah, it, and it would just keep getting easier and we'd start laughing more and start, yeah, just finding more things that we had in common and so. I would agree with him. Um, at the very beginning, um, my mindset was um, that we were there to help them. That was my mindset. We come to help you and that is not it. I mean, not at mm. all when I was there, they helped me so many more times than I could ever help them. They taught me way more about like God than what I could have told them. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I mean, seriously, during small group times when I was listening to these, these dudes talk that were like younger than me, I was like, how are you talking this deep? And like, you have such a great relationship with like, with like our father. And I can't even wrap my head around that. You guys are living an amazing life. So I feel like more than anything, they taught me so much about how to just sit down and just listen and just like be still. Mm-hmm. So it was incredible just to experience Whoa. that. Dude, that is so profound. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I like the the thought of seeing other people not as like, like with the uh, agenda that I'm going to help you. Like I know what's best for you, but then all of a sudden it flipping on its head and then being, and like you realizing like I can learn from you and, and then seeing like how much you can actually grow from just like, learning from someone who you initially didn't think you were there to learn from that's Mm. hmm. and and that 
I'm sure like you did help them just like they helped you too. I mean, like, like there was mutual, mutual understanding and learning and like enlightenment or growth on both sides too. You know, like, I think that's maybe it's a cliche of like taking a trip overseas, but I think it's a cliche because it, it's true. Like every single Mm -hmm. time, like you might, like, I don't think I could hear that enough, honestly, like that, like I went over there with an agenda or I went over there expecting one thing that I was going to help or like trying to go with like, as like a servant, like I'm going to go there and serve and like, and then it all gets like flipped upside down. And I think almost everyone experiences that. And I, I don't get tired of it, even Mm. though, I mean, maybe a lot of people say it, but I think we all should hear it more and more and more, (laughs) you know? What, what are some ways that like you brought up that they, um, that like the people you met in Kenya helped or taught you about God? Like, what are some of the things about God that you feel like you learned uh, through, yeah, through that from either of you guys? Uh, one of my favorite stories to tell is, so Skylar and I, we did service uh, projects. And our service project that we were chosen for was to plant trees. And we talked about it on, on the way there because we knew that this was our service project and we were like come on they they give us the worst one and they know they gave us the worst one this is gonna be awful no one wants to plant trees that's 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 dumb there's a soccer camp and that's where they're going they're going to the soccer camp so we were like totally bummed out and then i remember the day they were like okay like if you want to plant trees go there if you want to do crafts go there if you want to like you know, there was just like all the different service projects and all of a sudden just all these kids just migrated to us. And I was like, I I remember asking one of them, I said, you want to plant trees? Or I said, I said something like, why do you want to plant trees? Because I, I feel like that would be so boring. And he looked at me and this was a kid in my group. I think he was maybe 15, maybe 16. And he said, because God made a beautiful earth and I want to help it become more beautiful. Whoa. I was like, what? What? How do you, what? I can't believe you just said that. That's so awesome that you just said that. And like from that experience alone, I was like, God made a beautiful earth. Mm. Like what can I do to help make it more beautiful? If it's planting trees right now, I'm going to plant 3000 trees right now. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't plant 3,003. I maybe planted uh, maybe, maybe 20 by myself. <laughs> but regardless, I was just like, that's insane that you just have that mindset. And that's not, I mean, it wasn't just that one kid. It wasn't just him. I mean, everybody, everybody I, I came in contact to, you could just tell they had just this super deep relationship with God that like, I just strive for. I I want that. Like that's so sweet. So I don't know. That's just one of my favorite stories. What to a tell. profound moment! Holy crap! <laughs> just I love that. I feel like you could just like it's just some high school student walking like in front of you. Like, oh, why do you want to do this? Like, when have you had a conversation with a high school student where they just tell you exactly why? why? And it's yeah. this profound answer. Like, yeah, because <laughs> the world's beautiful. Yeah. God made the world beautiful. Oh. <laughs> As you're also like experiencing that world like you're experiencing the people in that world yeah, like you guys yeah. are overseas and we're like i maybe you've noticed that in 
India or being in Kenya or just around the world. You're like, dang, like this world just gets so good. There's so mm. much here. And like, I don't know, that's like a beautiful moment that you're across the world in Kenya and a student saying like, let's make the world more beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really sweet. I, I will give, a, I think, a little background to the listener uh, who doesn't know about the camp that we just the way that the camp like runs is that we do what Simon was talking about called service projects, which is like basically for the afternoon, we uh, we're, we're teaching the high school students like all about God, all about, um, I mean, just community and, and like they're getting to know each other. And then another thing we're talking about is how anyone can, can also give back to their own community. And so they, all the high school students during our hope venture camp, like do some sort of, service project for their community so one was planting trees another is a soccer camp for one of the elementary schools in the community and they do like they've painted murals before and done lots of different like yeah cool uh community service projects but that's just like a explanation for for the audience who don't know but Skylar, what do you uh what do you think um yeah i the tree planting was definitely one of them too just because they were incredibly hardworking. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was incredible to see them just like pick up the like pickaxe and just start going to town to plant these trees. Like, and just how willing they were to just get the work done themselves. And like, like they weren't looking around for like other people to like, Hey, can you do this? Mm -hmm. No, like they would just go do it themselves. And so it was just like, I don't know how many trees we we had, but we finished like a whole day early. I think just because they were. Um, I think hard. we, yeah, they were so quick. I think we started with five hundred trees, or maybe maybe six hundred trees, or something like that. And they gave us four days to do it, and we got done. I mean, we had a whole day, didn't we? Where we just did nothing. We just got to hang out with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh. <laughs> That's, I th I feel like it had to have been like, you guys were, I mean, close in age to some of these kids, you know, like you're just out of high school and they're in high school, like just seeing that, like that work ethic and the, yeah, the, the spirit that they have, um, I could imagine would be like, uh, that sounds different than my high school experience. I was like, <laughs> it, just a, I was so jaded, like <laughs> thinking of what I was like in high school. Like, no oh, man, I would not be, I would be just like trying to goof around and just make jokes the whole time instead of actually holding an ax yeah, and working. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <Like>, right. <laughs> yeah. So. And looking now, Simon, you're doing landscaping for the summer. Skylar, you're working on the farm. All that. Blue yeah oh. they influenced us <laughs> i was so influenced trying to make the world more beautiful that's <laughs> so scraping that i i literally feel like like this is why we're having this podcast because like some kid some kid who doesn't get to like get to tell the world his his message but he's learned that the world is beautiful somehow i don't know how he's learned that when he has to be sponsored just to get to school like he's had a rough story and he's had a lot of hardship but yet He's found in the midst of that. God made the world beautiful and I want to make it more beautiful. He shares that with you, Simon. Now you're sharing that with us and other people as well. Like that's just like, that's what story is meant to do. Like it's meant to impact 
his story should be shared, you know, like, and it should influence us. Like that's, ah, oh, that's so sweet. I love that. <laughs> also, I think from everything we've talked about it, I've just also been reminded that last year we gave the camp a theme um, mm. and the catchphrase or the theme was Watu Kama Sisi, which translates into people like us. And so that's all. Thanks for reminding me of that, guys. Like everything you talked about <laughs> is also people like us, like whether that's in English or in Swahili or, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's my takeaway. If, if Caleb's takeaway is that the world is beautiful and let's make it more beautiful, my, my takeaway is being reminded that there's people like us mm. all over the place. So I think on that, we might have to wrap it up, guys. Uh, unfortunately let's continue the conversation on our own yeah. <laughs> like i miss you guys and it sucks not being in in kenya with you right now um and i hope you're well and that the summer is going well um hopefully we see you sooner rather than later but this has been a, a good taste and i hope that uh we can also all be in kenya a year from now so um yeah. thanks for being on any final thoughts for the people at home i can't wait to go back i love it <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. If you get a chance, go to Kenya. Hmm. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Thanks so much. It's been really fun talking to you. Thanks for your thoughts. All right. Yeah. So, signing off for the podcast, I'm Ben. And I'm Caleb. And we will see you next time as we talk about uh, how we're not going on a trip. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey! <laughs> That's right. <laughs>